the name of the show, JB? It's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a charcoal quest. You say the whole thing. Welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN. In a revolution, will be televised. Will be I'm televised. I'm new. The righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. And whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like that in this in this pandemic era. Um, if you throw it, I'll, I'll analyze it. And then if it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, virtually throw it to me, damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, um, email. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I am the Black Savage. Yeah. Oh, what's up, y'all? It's JV Frank. I'm that gangster geek representing NWA Nerds with Attitude. Happy Monday on a special social distancing pod name kickback show, y'all. Yeah, y'all. We um we're actually doing a show remote, so there won't be any video on YouTube. There won't be a live on Facebook. We did go on um, Instagram and do a quick live, just talk a little shit with y'all. But that was about it. Um, right. But um, we're not going to hold you guys up. We know it's a lot going on. People need to be entertained. So we're going to start right in uh, with, the, with the show. So first of all, as we always do, we start with our high-low. So, Jimmy, uh, you should high-low of the week. Or you want me to go first or what, what you got? Um, no, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go I'm gonna go first, man. Um you know, my personal high last week was, you know, we were able, I mean, you know, working remotely kind of went off without a hitch. Um, you know, everything was pretty smooth. We got everything done that we needed to, which was great. Um, got to talk to my parents and my sister and everybody regularly last week. Everybody is still doing okay. Uh, my personal low new is that, you know, now I've got a low grade fever. Um, so, you know, now I'm now I'm on this corona watch right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, so mm-hmm. I'm checking on that. Y'all pray for me. I, you know, I feel fine. As you can hear from my voice, I'm able to, you know, there is no shortness of breath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I'm able to I'm able to speak with uh with facility at length. Um you know, and still exercise and do other things. Um, so, you know, if I got it, I got it, and I'll have to deal with it. But, you know, uh, let's just pray for the best. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a positive energy into the universe. Um, JB, my uh, high of the week was working from home and getting out of the rat race, getting out of harm's way, at least trying to. Um, I was one of the last people I knew, uh, well, that's not true. There's still a lot of people still working in their offices, but it felt like everybody was going home except me. Now, I work in a small insurance agency. It was only like five or six of us. So, you know, that, which doesn't mean anything, by the way. You can work in an office of two people and still get it. Um, yeah. But I was just ready to go home and ready to, you know, and I started seeing more and more people on Facebook talking about it, people that I know that live in D.C., Maryland, Atlanta, New York, that, as they were saying that they now have it. I was like, I need to get the fuck up out of here, man. I just want to be in my house, safe, alone. It would have been better with Ashanti, but, you know, she's not here. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. But, um, I, bet, I mean, I, I bet we're going to start seeing a lot of this whole quarantine and chill thing. Right, right. 
get you man, a quarantine buddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a lady friend um, actually be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to come through the mall. And I was like, well... I don't know about all that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, I'm I'm really like like chilling because I've seen a lot of people that are outside every day. I'm like, why are y'all outside every day? Why did you go back to the store? I went to the next store. Why I went to uh, go do this? I went. Like, y'all are not taking this shit as serious because I want y'all to take it. And so I was just like, yeah, let me chill. Um, and my lower the week was when the fucking pollen hit record breaking numbers here in Atlanta. And um, my allergies started acting up, and I gave me, I tell you, I just knew I had the corona. I was losing my fucking mind until, you know, I, I you know, didn't know, I don't have any of the quote-unquote signs of it. But um, my allergies were killing me. Um, and then I feel comfortable a little bit because everybody on the Internet is talking about how the allergies are killing them. But then that also got me thinking, do we know what's our allergies? Like, what do we know that's going on? Because you got allergies that are, that are fucking motherfuckers up right now. You got the regular flu. You got regular upper respiratory issues. And you have the coronavirus. So there's like a, uh, like for the, for the pollen levels to be the second highest in the history of the state of Georgia is beyond alarming. Especially for somebody like me with really bad allergies. Like my allergies, are, I have year-round allergies. They're exacerbated in the spring. But like... If you give me the second highest fucking pollen count in, in the history of the state, it's going to be even worse. Yeah, so, I mean, the big thing, I think I think one of the big distinguishing factors between a lot of these allergies or upper respiratory issues is the relative presence and consistency of a fever. You know, and that's that's mm-hmm. the thing that you know that that like you know like we were we were talking about this the other day when we were talking about you know symptoms and everything. The scary thing um, is the fever because if you have a consistent fever, then that means that you got something serious other than allergies. Now again, I'm not an allergist, so I don't know whether or not certain people who have allergic reactions also you know, uh, get a fever. I've heard of hay fevers and allergies, you know, allergic fevers and those kinds of things. But I thought those only typically lasted like, you know, a 24-hour period or there might be a spike, you know, when you're exposed. Um, with with the corona, it's it's a fever and it's a steady fever and it, it happens over time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, I think, I think, that's that's one of the things that at least I've read. So, you know, that's one of the things that you can kinda kinda use to distinguish between, you know, allergies and coronavirus. That's the other thing. I've never had an allergy to pollen at all, you know. Mm. Okay. Well, let's get off of this sad shit. I had uh the whole like she don't even want to get on Facebook no more because people are always talking about this and they're stressing her out. So we're gonna change the subject. For I think that's a great idea. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So, let's see. Um, my left stroke just went viral. Our viral story of the week. Uh, my favorite artist is I Know the Dream. I uh, did a song battle versus Sean Garrett. These are songs that they wrote on or produced on that right. actually came out and were hits. And that battle was crazy. Um, the Dream was kicking his ass like damn near the whole night. And at the very end, Sean Garrett finally came back and made it somewhat interesting. 
But the funniest thing about it was everybody was watching it, and Sean Gary was licking this lips and blowing kisses at the camera. It was like, dog, this dude's watching this. And then he just sitting there smiling, looking like he high or something crazy. It was like, dog, like, take the camera off of your face. Like, what, the, what are you doing? This was, this was like a two-hour battle, three-hour battle. So, so it's like, it's like I would, I'd be live, JB. Here on the top part of the screen, Dream on the bottom, and he was doing all this weird shit. And he talking shit to the dream. Yeah, I'm about to kill you with these dogs. You don't even know. And he just sounded terrible. And I'm like, Ugh, like, are you, like, why are you that drunk? <laughs> it was just bad. But but I'll say this. They both had hit hits. Like, yeah. it's so I didn't even know that they did. Right. Especially right, well, because it was a it was a so it was good. a song right it was like a song writing battle more or was it more songs that they actually did that no it, that it was song did. song writing but they yeah. did write some of their own songs right um, and some of those did become hits but uh, it was basically what have you written that's and, uh, crazy Sean Garrett played a bunch of Beyonce because he did a lot of her earlier shit and then Jerry right. played a bunch of Beyonce because he did a lot of her later shit. The Dream would put on a Jay-Z record. The Sean Gurr to put on a Mario record. And then Sean Gurr to put on a 112 record. And then the Dream would put on a Justin Bieber record. And it was just like, you. You. It was, those beat battles on IG Live and the DJs uh, scratching and playing songs. Like, D-Nice is all right now. So I've been mm-hmm. doing this. As soon as we done with the podcast, I'm going to go back and listen to D-Nice. Shit just tight, man. Shit just, it just is very, very entertaining to me. Yeah, it is nice. I was uh I was actually checking out uh D Nice before we were firing up this uh broadcast, man. And he's still doing his thing, my G. Like it's and it's it's like it's like a party, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, people yeah. pop in, pop out, you know, kinda just check on it. Um, it's like back you know, it's like background music in the evening, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is really, really dope. It's great that he's doing that. I mean, and a lot of this stuff is just giving you that kind of feeling of community, even though you can't get out and get around. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Because you're in the live and you're talking shit, giving your opinion, people responding to you, laughing at what you said, or you laughing at what they said. So um, if you're in the house going crazy, these beat battles are happening. Boy Wonder and Hit Boy did a beat battle on Friday night. That was supposed to be acting. I missed that one. And um, I'm going to shout out somebody just to play our favorite songs. Like, you make a playlist, I make a playlist. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do it one day. And we'll just go song for song with a playlist and let people watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is some fun shit. Yeah, Let's that might that be a lot of fun. You know, whenever whenever Anu and I will hop on the road to to drive back to D.C., which we have done a few times, one of the things that we would do is we would actually trade off uh, songs um, on the, um, you know, on the playlist, because you can do that very, very easily with Apple Mm -hmm. Music, but just line Mm -hmm. up the cues back to back to back to back. (laughs) Man, Mm -hmm. we got to do that shit, going back and forth, and it... (laughs) That eight-hour, nine-hour drive just disappeared. You remember that shit? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you get everything listening to the, the Righteous Ratchet and the Gangsta Beat. You're going to get a little bit of every day and make that play with it. So yeah, Jay, you got to do that shit. You got to do that shit uh, this week sometime. No um, To be honest, I'm going to skip out with the first story of the week because I don't even want to go down that ugly road. I don't know. But I initially hustle the war winners. Um... 
Stefan Marbury uh, donating uh, a bunch of uh, masks for the healthcare workers in New York, $10 million worth, or $10 million masks, excuse me. Well, yeah, he, he he's trying to set up a deal because he actually lives in China now. He lives in Beijing now. Um, oh, sure. So he... Um, he worked out a deal with uh, with this Chinese manufacturer um, because the coronavirus is actually starting to phase out in China. So they're not having as many cases and everything, um, you know, as they were before. Things are starting to kind of slow down. So now they have an overabundance of these, uh, and I think they're called NP95 um, masks. Yeah, these are the N95, masks. Yeah. yeah, sorry, N95 masks. Um, he found a company that has an overabundance of them, and they are willing to sell them at cost. Now, these masks normally cost around $8 per mask um, wholesale. They're willing to sell them for $2.50 wholesale. Um, but he has been unable to get in contact with people inside of the mayor's office in New York or inside of the government. He's like, yo, I got 10 million masks, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, shout out to him for really brokering that deal and trying to make that happen. But it'd be great if somebody in, in New York in management would actually listen to him. Yeah, man. So you definitely deserve the Mr. Hustle Award. Uh, Joe Button started that beat battle with Boy Wonder and Hit Boy, and he's donating, yeah. you know, uh, money out of his own pocket to go to, uh, you know, healthcare workers and people affected by the coronavirus in the New York Trusted area. Um, Curly Neal, uh, JV's old basketball coach, <laughs> who also played for the Heart of Road Trotters. Passed away, man. I don't think it was Corona related, but um, at age seventy-seven, hey, this is a great dude. Um, a great, you know, you know, one of your favorite. It's my favorite little child. All of it. Remember him and like like Metalock Lemon. But Curly Neal was the boy hated guy. Oh shit, that was funny. They called him Curly, and um, he was a trickster with the basketball. Like one of the guys they kind of pioneered what would later become street ball. I guess with their guys doing the hand one and the tricks and everything. Um, this rest in peace to him. Uh, definitely a legend. Indeed, indeed. I actually got was blessed to see um, you know, Fred Curly Neal play live. I was blessed to go to a Globe Trotters game once when I was a kid. Um and it was I, I went too. I don't know if I went with you, but I did go to a Globe Trotter game. Yeah, it it was it was amazing because, you know, I, I mean, I grew up around the game of basketball. I mean, in the DMV, like, especially back in the day, like, basketball was it, you know, with Georgetown and, you know, Maryland and all them. Um, so we were into basketball. So to go to a Globetrotters game and see the game of basketball played in a completely different – it's kind of funny because a lot of the shit that they did in those Globetrotters shows – they made it seem nonsensical and comical and farcical because they were like, oh, no one would ever do that in real life. But a lot of that shit they used to do in the Globetrotter show back in the day, they do in the yeah. NBA now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
you know, like them behind the back pass and, you know, dr- you know, doing a crossover through the same leg and, you know, all of that kind of shit, you know, faking like you throwing the ball over somebody's head, <laughs> all of that, them stupid ass tricks. Yeah, that they do in the NBA now. Yeah, Trey Young almost got beat up for doing that, trying to pass the ball between Trevor Ariza's legs and go around and Trevor Ariza just bumped the shit out of him like, nah, son, there'll be none of that. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn, you know, there'll be none of that shit, nigga. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, rest in peace to Curly Mill, man. Um, our Netflix and chill segment, JB, what you watching, man? Oh, man. Well, obviously, uh, with all of us quarantined like a motherfucker, I'm watching a lot. <laughs> but um, so three three big things. Number one, um, I went back and I watched Endgame again, new, and I found, I don't know if it's that maybe I was just paying closer attention because now it's like my fifth time watching it, but I really got some really, really interesting dialogue in this time watching Avengers Endgame that I didn't get before. Almost like it was like a new cut of a movie. Um, And I just turned it on real quick, you know, didn't look at any of the, you know, labels or anything. Um, But, you know, it's been a while since you watched Endgame. Like, there's some really, really good dialogue in that movie, number one. Number two, um, obviously, uh, Black Lightning, you know, which I'd actually love to discuss with you because I know you've seen a little bit of that one. We talked about that on our Instagram post. That series is great. And then the Ozarks, um, you know, it ended well, it ended well, but it started a little slow. Yeah, Ozark, um, I cut it on, and after about the first 12, 13 minutes, I cut it back off because it wasn't grabbing me. And I was like, eh, I'll come back to it when I'm more in that kind of a mood. But um, myself, um, I've been watching uh, Black Lightning, like you said. Um, let's get into Black Lightning. So I watched the first three or four episodes uh, when it was on TV, and I was so, season three is on Netflix. So now I'm going back. So I'm. And I got back up to about episode nine or ten, somewhere in there. And um, it's interesting because they're having their own pandemic. And it's a lot of uh, lot of moving pieces. And um, I always liked Black Lightning because it was, it was pro-black. It was like, what was the guy's name? The other DC character, Luke Cage. But I always said it was a little bit better than Luke Cage. Like they live in a town called Freedom Land. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it, it's a lot of good stories, some strong black women in there. You know, this guy is a leader in the community. Um, during day, when he's black lightning at night. Um, actually a principal of a school and kind of a civil rights leader. Um, but they tackle a lot of the tough issues, and they do it in a way that's relatable. They're still kind of hip, but it's still common. So I think they nail it across the board with the premise of the show. Now, this particular season, I'm enjoying, um, but I can't say, like, I'm, you know, head over heels. Uh, but I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. I'm enjoying what's going on. I'm interested to see where it goes. And that's where I'm at, JB. Now, you've seen it all. Don't give any spoilers, but uh, what was your take on this season? Well, I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'll just lay down some, some base facts. Um, I... <clears throat> 
I think that, um, well, no, it's not what I think. It's what I know. Um, what I saw in this particular season was I saw Black Lightning starting to evolve into a long-term DC Comics show. And what I mean by that is the hallmarks of a DC Comics show that's going to have some staying power is going to be around for four, five, six years is, number one, they take the show, like, somewhere else, like, and, you know, I'm just going to leave it, I'm just going to leave it at that. Those of you who know DC Comics shows know what I'm talking about. Number two, they get the, they get the, the actors, they get the characters involved in a team up with another DC Comics show. Right. Those okay. who have watched Flash, those who have watched Green Arrow, those who have watched um, Legends of Tomorrow, um, you know, you know that when the show kind of has officially arrived, oh, yeah, the other one is Supergirl. They mm-hmm. like they they do like an integrated show with like a group of characters from a bunch of different shows. Um, Black Lightning participates in one of those this season. It's called mm-hmm. The Crisis on Infinite Earths. Right. Um, And you can actually go to the CW and look up Crisis on Infinite Earths and get the whole layout because it involves uh, it involves Batwoman, too, which is the new the other new uh, CW show. Yeah. I ain't looking at Batwoman. Yeah, I think Batwoman is in her first season. But I mean, it's 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 like Batman. So they're. They're they're all in with with Batwoman, you know that. <laughs> I thought her name was Batgirl when we was kids. Wasn't she Batgirl? Well, that's the thing, though. It's a continuation, um, and I'm not really giving anything away here because you can For actually sure. read all of this online. Um, basically, she is supposed I said, to be. I said, I said, I'm trying. I said, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you're not giving anything away. Yes, I'm positive. Okay. I'm absolutely okay. positive. I'm absolutely right. positive. You can read this online. Yeah, but if you show- read online, don't mean you're not giving something away. Oh no, no, it's not something that happened in the in the show. It's like the description of the show. That's oh, what okay, I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the premise of the show is that um, this is one of Bruce Wayne's proteges. So. They're not calling her a Batgirl because she's not like the old Batgirl who was like, you know, Alfred's niece or some shit like that. Yeah, this is yeah. this is a completely different person. Okay, okay. Oh, that sounds yeah. interesting. I might have checked that one out. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's now, real interesting. Now, does Gotham integrate with the other DC shows? No, it does not, <clears throat> because Gotham is in technically. It will, it will yeah, exactly. It's technically in a different timeline. And the funny okay. thing about the, the the way the DC comic shows carry, like, so, so you know, they've already done Smallville and Batman has been done like a million times, right? So they haven't done those. So they take Superman and Batman, and Superman and Batman are like, are like the like the the next 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 level niggas like like they 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 continuously say in black lightning like you know batman is a myth <laughs> you know superman Damn. doesn't really exist <laughs> oh shit 
That's right. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, but anyway, I mean, you know, you'll you'll get a really nice you get a really nice uh watch out of Black Lightning. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, and all of those D C comic shows, now that we got a black superhero involved, you know, it, it's gonna make it a whole lot more fun to watch everything get integrated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now JB, I gotta tell you about a show that is crazy as hell. It's called the Tiger King. We talked yeah. a little bit about it online, of course, on IG Live. But uh, it's a documentary mm-hmm. um, about a guy who has a private zoo. He keeps tigers and, you know, you know all types of animals. But tigers are his thing, of course. Right. And um, it's about his private zoo, how they work. There's a, a young lady who I guess would represent Peter. She's not really part of Peter, but represent that side of the thing where she's saying nobody should have any private zoos or private animals. And she thinks she's treating them bad. And they have like an internet war where they're going back and forth. He has an internet TV show where he talks about his tigers. He has an internet TV show where she's saying, you know, you're the big cat. But this man that has the zoo is also a country singer. And he makes songs about how he loves the tigers and how he loves tigers. He made a song dissing her. Like, he's gay. Um, he's married, which isn't crazy or anything. But the crazy part is, he goes on to seduce straight men. It's like, what is the show about? I thought it was about tigers. And it's just like, yo. And then somebody dies or was murdered, I'll say. And then you got to figure out what that is. But this is all real. This isn't like a reenactment. This is a documentary. And what the person who committed the crime is now in jail. So this shit happened so, in real life. So he, this yeah. is like... That's crazy. And all the footage you're watching is their footage or interviews. It's either the footage they recorded actually being there or interviews after the fact. I haven't finished it yet, but it is, it's it's like you just never know where it's going. It's just like, what? Wait, what? Like, what the hell? (laughs) It's crazy, but everybody kept talking about it, so let me give it a try. Um, I'm going to finish it. Also, I'll add, we spoke about a little bit last week, All-American. I finally finished that. And that's uh, that was probably my, my favorite show of the year. Um, just a great show, great new written, pulls on your heartstrings, makes you angry, makes you happy. It, uh, it, it took a hold of me, and I couldn't watch nothing else. Now I got when I finish uh, this, uh, Tiger King, and then finish uh, Black Lightning, then I'll do... Uh, Ozark is only one season that I haven't seen. And I'm going right back to Peaky Blinders. So that's those are my, some of my recommendations. And like I told you guys last week, Little Nicky Show Dave on Hulu. That's good. Check that out. Yeah, I think we just gave him, I think we just gave him a, a solid three, four, five days worth of <laughs> quarantine right. material material. <laughs> right, right. Giving him all this gifts to watch. But they can watch when they burn double, and I'm sitting here by myself. Bullshit. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I mean, that's pretty much what everybody's doing nowadays, man. But, you know, it, it, there's plenty of great content out there, though. I That's one of the things that's been, you know, I've had to kind of face with this whole thing is, real talk, I can't 
you know, the only reason why I'm really bored is because I like going outside. I like being out of doors. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, like, bored, bored, because there is plenty of programming out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I, I, I even noticed I started getting um, – do you get those, like, uh, ESPN updates, those mm-hmm. notifications for mm-hmm. for <laughs> 2K games? <laughs> yeah, well, I've been seeing them on, uh, on Instagram because the Wizards are on, like, a four-game win streak. We beat Milwaukee and the Lakers, and they'll post, like, a one-minute highlight clip. Now, I'm not getting the ESPN notifications, but the Wizards fan page is posting that. I need to see what other teams are doing. So I'm about to start checking that out. But I am playing 2K. Um, I haven't played Madden. I think I'm going to play Madden tonight and put Tom Brady on the bus. I said I was going to do. But I've been playing a lot of 2K. I played with the old team, the all-time Pistons team versus the all-time Bulls team. And Dennis Rodman was on both, of course. But he's the all-time Pistons starting five debut. It's Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumas, Grant Hill, um, Ben Wallace, and I think Bill Lanier with the center. Wow. So he's Bill, the Bill Lanier, not Lambeer. He's not Lambeer, not Lambeer. Lanier, who I wasn't that familiar wow. with, to be honest. Um, but wow. they started him. So Bill Lambie is on the bench. Dennis Rodman is on the bench. Uh, Chauncey Billups is on the bench. Richard Hamilton is on the bench. Jerry Stackhouse is on the bench. I noticed they did not have the Steve Wallace on the bench. Um, and it's 13 people on, on a team, so it's, I'm missing some people. But that was roughly it. Oh, and uh, uh, Blake Griffin, because he's now with Pistons. They had him on there. Um, the all-time Bulls team was point guard Derrick Rose, shooting guard Michael Jack- Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, small forward Scottie Pippen, power forward I think was Dennis Rodman, and center. What was their good center name? With the Afro was it Artis Gilmore from somebody? You talking about the latest, the one uh, from recent times, right? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, not, not for the Bulls. Not, not uh, Joe Kim Noah. He's on the bench. I think their center is like, I think it was Artis Gilmore. I can't think of the guy's name, but it's like yeah. a, a 70, 70s player. Okay. And they had uh, B.J. Armstrong was on the bench. That surprised me. Uh, I think Tony Kukos came off the bench. Um, they didn't have uh, John Kerr on there? Steve Kerr. Sorry, Steve Kerr. Yeah, Steve Kerr. I didn't see him, and I was surprised that I saw B.J. Armstrong. But, you know, yeah. you know they, do their, they, can, they do their substitutions, so I didn't look at the entire team. But, um, oh, what's my guy? Iceman. I think Iceman was on there. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, that makes sense. But Steve Kerr could have been on there. I just didn't even play when um, – Well, I hang on for a second, though. New, let's go back for a second, because one of the things you said about the Pistons squad – um, kind of jumped out at me a little bit because you said that um, they had Ben Wallace starting over Rodman at that yeah. forward position. That yeah. really jumped out at me. Yeah. I think I think they're – it jumped out at me too, JB, but if you really break it down, um, Dennis Rodman had tremendous success with the Pistons. He was back-to-back defensive player of the year. Oh, I, I still got the game on. I can tell you exactly who's on here. I just cut the game back on. So, 
uh, uh, I'll do the, the Pistons first. So Isaiah Thomas, I'm just going to read them as they as they're listed. This is like by, um, I don't know what the list is. It's not by position. It's just um, by points, minutes played. Isaiah Thomas, Saucy Village, Grant Hill, Ben Wallace, Jerry Stackhouse, Blake Griffin, Richard Hamilton, Bill Lambeer, Joe Dumas, Dennis Rodman, Bill Lanier. I was right about that. No, Bob Lanier, excuse me. Bob Lanier, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Dave DeBusher and Dave Bing. That's the Pistons all-time team. The Bulls all-time team with Michael Jordan, Derrick Rose, a uh, Rose artist Gilmore, I was right about that. Jimmy Butler, Jerry Sloan, who went on to coach the Utah Jazz, Tony Kukoc, Dennis Rodman, Joaquin Noah, Lou Aldang, really? Bob Love, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, and B.J. Armstrong, no, no Steve Kerr. That's awful. I, I don't like. I don't like that selection of that all-time Bulls team at all. I feel like that has <laughs> way too many recent players in it. Yeah, but the Bulls didn't. I don't think they had much history before Jordan. I know that, but if you look at the comparative numbers, they should have had most of Jordan. Like. You can just pick from Jordan's teams <clears throat> with the Bulls and make a perfectly credible and reasonable all-time team with maybe one or two other people from other eras. But in my opinion, that encompasses like a 14-year time frame, give or take, which was the greatest period in Chicago Bulls history. That just is what it is. Yeah. Like doing anything different, in my opinion, is pandering and not just – Calling it what the fuck it was, like yeah, it's tricky because won, they won six titles in what nine years, my G? Eight, like eight years. Six titles in eight years. I mean, I agree. I, I don't know who I would take off because Steve Kerr was a bench player, so it's kind of like you know we know how great of a shooter he was, but he was a bench player, and they have starters on that team, so it's kind of tricky. I'm going to give you some, some of the all-time starting fives. I'm not going to you know, do the whole team. In Cleveland, they got Mark Price, the point guard. you like that? Yeah. Kyrie Irving, is shooting guard. Because they got to start. They start the five, even though they're both the point guards. Yeah, I, that's field. okay. That's okay. Brad, yeah, Brad Doherty and Power Food was really a center. There's a Jonas Ilgowskis as a Power Food, as a center. I think that's a little weird. Um, I didn't think Big Z was that good. I, I thought maybe... I might have put Larry Nance. Maybe not Larry. Yeah, maybe Larry Nance. Yeah. Uh, you talking about at that center position? Yeah, it should be Brad Doherty, and they should have another forward. That's what it should be. I I I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I, I would have tried to squeeze in um, a spot for um, – I forgot the other small forward you mentioned, but um, – The ball yeah, is started. They had Gerald Wilkins. Yeah. They had uh, Craig Elo. They had Mary Nance. No, I wasn't thinking about Craig Elo because he's he's. I mean, he was great. He's actually a great uh, Cavaliers player, but he's not like all time Hall. You know, like all time. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, Jerry Wilkins actually. Um, okay, because because I knew there was another one. I just couldn't remember exactly who it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the all time Celtics team. Point guard Bob Cousy, shooting guard John Havlicek, small forward Paul Pierce, 
powerful Larry Bird uh, center Bill Russell. That's a weird team. It is, but I think you gotta have Paul Pierce in there. Um, yeah. The, the only thing I, I don't know about Kuzi and Havlicek. Um, I, I know their greatness, but I, I, mean, I guess this is right. I, I would assume this is right. I would accept that. I don't know what else to, you know, how else to change it as far as it's starting five. Nah, I I understand why they have the two of them um, as out. Oh, so uh, Paul, so it's like uh, Paul Pierce and um, and like um, I mean, who was the other, uh, Kenny Anderson or like on the bench or something like that. No, no, Paul, no, Paul Pierce started. Kenny Anderson oh, is. I no, no, it wasn't bad. Kenny Anderson. Who was he? Number seven. Um, shit. Um, no, wait, 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 wait. You might be right. But I wouldn't put him in the top Celtics point guard. They had D. Brown. They had Rajon Rondo. That's the one. Rondo. That's okay. who I was okay. thinking about. Rondo. Okay. I know. I was he's like, I was like, this is a black dude. He's, huh? probably on the, he's probably on the bench, but I'm just running through this quick so I can't see their benches. Right. Well, I need another good team. Uh, how about the New York Knicks? Point guard, Walt Frazier. Yeah. Shooting guard, Richard Guerin. I have no idea who that is. I don't know I who would, that is either. I want to say um, Allen Houston or John Starks. I don't know who Richard Guerin is. He must be from their championship team back in the day. Small forward, Carmelo Anthony. Power forward, Willis Reed. Center, Patrick Ewing. Well, um, I think they, I think, I mean, this is a guess because I don't know exactly who those players are, but the um, the Knicks did get into a couple of championship games, and I think they won, what, like one chip? Um, at yeah, they won point. one chip with uh, Willis Reed. With Willis Reed ring. That's the only one they won. They went once with Patrick as a starter, but then once with Patrick injured. And really, Spreeville and Allen Houston did that team, but they made a loss to the Spurs. Um, Walt Frazier was on that championship team. I'm assuming Richie Guerin was on it. Carmelo did nothing with the Knicks. That wasn't always all his fault. Um, that was a good one. Let's do one more. Let's do the, the Los Angeles Lakers starting five. Um, this this is, yeah, this is going to be interesting. So, and, and this is the the player's ability at the time they were with the team. Yeah, um, no, so I know, Garrett, I know. Yeah, so <laughs> he was a rookie and got traded and he counts your rookie step. So, a point guard, they had Magic Johnson. Um, and shooting guard, they had Jerry West. And small like forward, they had Kobe Bryant. Okay, I still don't and, like that, but keep going. And powerful, they had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And in center, they had Shaq. Why don't you like Jerry West at two guard? Because I don't think Jerry West should be a starter. <clears throat> um, what? Keep it a buck with you. Who, who should be a starter? I, In my opinion, the lineup should the, – the line, well, no, no, time out, time out. Because you, you do have Jabbar at power forward, right? Yep. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. I'm okay with that because Worthy is on the bench, right? Yeah. I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with that. All right, and uh, for shits and giggles, we'll do the Wizards, then we get back to another topic. So they be like, you guys turn into a sports podcast, make you mad at us. So a point guard they got, right? A point guard they got John Wall, and shooting guard they have Gilbert Arenas. Okay. And small forward, they got Kawan Butler. They're power mm-hmm. forward, Elvin A's, and in the center West Unsealed. Now. I have a little issue with Kawhi Butler being the starting small forward. I, um, I have a <laughs> issue with that too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? because I would think that, as a matter of fact, I gotta look at this. I'm gonna actually start this because I don't think I know I played with them, but where's Chris Webber and where's Jawan Howard? Hold on, let me look at this. Uh, they yeah. got John Wall, Gilbert Arenas, Kawhi Butler, Elvin A's, West Unsealed on the bench. Throw the Pearl Monroe. Um, uh, Bernard King, Anton Jameson, Phil Chenier, Moses Malone, Jeff Malone, and Bradley Beal, and Chris Webber. They don't have Jawan Howard. Well, I would play with the Wizards, starting, the Wizards team. I like that. I would put Jawan Howard over, and Jawan Howard plays more forward. Now, we know he was a true power forward to play out of position, but I would pick Jawan Howard over Kwan Butler. I would pick, I would pick um, a whole bunch of people over Karan. Now, Karan, my guy, like I ain't gonna shit on Karan because him and his wife uh, actually knew them, you know, briefly in the capacity of a fan, and they tried to help us out with music. So I'm not gonna shit on them because we actually tried. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not shitting on them. I'm not shitting on them at all. Yeah, I think Karan was a better player. I, I I really do. I don't know. I mean, I think that you find a way to get either Jawan Howard or Chris Webber into that starting lineup before you do Kamal Butler. If that's all I'm saying. That so that that's yeah. that's it. Yeah, but I think their true position kind of got them knocked out of it. Um, with them both really being fours. Because they're not going to put them over Elvin Hayes. Elvin Hayes, he won them a championship. And just FYI, just really quickly, I'll break this down for the Lakers for you. Magic, Jerry West, Kobe, Kareem, Shaq. The bench is Elgin Baylor, James Worthy, George Mikan, Will Chamberlain, Paul Gasol, Gail Goodrich, uh, Wilkes, Jamal Wilkes, Byron Scott. They don't have Eddie Jones, Nick Van Nexel. They don't have and they, and they shouldn't. And they, they shouldn't. shouldn't. No, because that was yeah, that was that was the Lakers down. That was the Lakers downtime. I mean, yeah. you the look Lakers at the story history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, well that, that was fun. That, that's our sports fix for the week. I know somebody's listening to this show like this podcast has gone to shit. These niggas are talking about QK lineup, but I actually enjoyed that segment, baby. And that, that was actually fun for me. It was fun for me too. It, you know, I got to I got to dig into the crates a little bit in terms of my basketball memory. You know, in terms of Hall of Fame players and what they what they did. That was neat. That was neat. You know. Boom! All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Um, have we done this before? At least once a year, I think you do it. Give me your all-time starting five. Not the best ever. 
It's your, your favorite center, your favorite power forward, or the ones you think are the best. And the way I normally phrase this is the ones that I've seen. But what I saw, what I looked at and studied, this is my list. So maybe not just your favorite, not your favorite, but for what you saw, who you pick is the best. Going out, you know, everybody's opinion, throwing out historical facts for what the eye test. That's what we call it, the eye test lineup. Who's your best center? Who's your best power forward? Who's your best small forward? Who's your best shooter guard? Who's your best point guard? Eye test. You want to do that right now? You want to save it for next week? I think we should save it for next week, Young, because, I mean, okay. we just – I'm going to keep it a buck with you. We just we just spent, like, a, a solid, like, 20 minutes or so talking about, <laughs> talking about basketball in particular. It was a great conversation, but at the same time, um, you know, I was like, yeah, maybe it might be time to talk about – you know, I think that would be – I think that would be something that we – that – we could do a good job of on the next show. And you know what? Since you're playing 2K, you could actually set up the team and do a yeah. simulation. Oh, shit, yeah. That's real. That's real. Um, let's see. What if you get into music? Um, Party Next Bill dropped this week. GZ mm-hmm. dropped. Mm-hmm. Joyner Lucas. Jesse Reyes. I mean, you know, we have the apartment kickback music playlist. I mean, you yeah. guys can uh, download that playlist from Apple Music or Spotify to hear some of the music. Um, I'll tell you really quickly, um, Jesse Reyes' album is like a pop R&B album, but it's a lot of nice R&B on there. I'm telling JB, it's some, like a Rita Franklin soul type song on there, which really threw me off because I didn't really look at her that way. Um, I was very, very impressed with her album. Um, I definitely say check it out. Um, what else is good that I've been like? Um, Party Next Door. I think that's a big release of the week. And um, his album, it's Party Next Door. It's, it's, it's a typical party album. Um, but he got some bangers on there, man. Um, I'll be talking about the song uh, Savage Anthem. As soon as I heard the song, I posted it on IG. Like, this is my new shit. And then the next day, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast, and I'm like, yeah, this is some new shit. And I'm like, God damn it, they come out the day before us, and they get to tell everybody what I was thinking before I get to tell them. But yeah, that's one of the on that album. And it's, it's, it's dope. It's, uh, it's savage, man. And, um, the whole album is pretty good, and Party is giving you that R&B that I like. Like, my, today, my favorite artist is The Dream. It's like R&B right. from a nigga, nigga perspective. And I love that shit. Right. Um, Gigi dropped a surprise EP, um, and I, 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 I'm digging it. I'm not loving it, but I'm digging it, and I'm listening to it a little bit more. Um, Jordan Lucas dropped the album, and then I want to tell you about one song. Where he, I sent you the video, I you got a chance to watch it, where he's yeah. uh, saying I'm, I'm Will Smith, like Will Smith, and he's going yeah, through all the Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that, you know. It was, it was a dope little... I loved it because number one, it was it was a solid song. But number two, I love kind of the whole homage sort of thing he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was really neat. <laughs> he uh, basically dressed up and recreated a scene or the cover for a lot of Will Smith's music and movies. And right. the song is basically like I idolize Will, like I'm looking to Will, and you know, and he, you know, of course, he's all the the names of the movies and songs. 
it's like, you know, part of the rap, like double entendres, like, you know, um, you know, uh, it's just me and my man in black and we're, you know, we're legends and, you know, we in the pursuit of happiness. You know, you know, you're just making a play on words. But um, and every time he mentioned the movie or song or whatever, he reenacted it. So it was great. And Will Smith was in the video at the end and Will's posted it to Instagram. It was kind of like, yo, like, this is dope. You never know who you're influencing. And it's great to know that, you know, I've influenced you. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Jordan Lucas. Lucas very creative. He always does these creative songs. Some of them annoy me because I think he's trying too hard, to be honest. But he always gives you out-of-the-box shit. He always gives you a great visual to go with it. So whether he hits or misses, he is striving to give you greatness. And I will give him credit for that. I hear that. Um, I thought the video was um, really, really cool, mad, mad creative, like you said. Um, and, you know, it kind of took me back to one of the ideas that we had uh, back in the day about um, one of the song, one of the songs that we had uh, written and done together uh, that John every day um, and how we were going to mm-hmm. make that like a. I wouldn't say an homage like he did it, but definitely, you know, definitely shout out, you know, the influencers of the song. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I, I always really dig when artists are not only okay with doing that, but like they're proud that they're, you know, that they're doing that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I think it's just a great way to not only show your creative sh- skills, but acknowledge that you were influenced by the greatness that came before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It, it, it was just dope, man. It's just one of those things that make you feel good. Um, yeah. Shout out to Will Smith for being an influence, man. Um, I will tell you guys, as far as music, I can see here and write off everything that came out. Slim Thug dropped the EP. Praise up for Slim Thug, who's fighting the coronavirus now. Um, Scarface, shout out to Scarface, who's also fighting the coronavirus. Um, shout out to Phony People. Um, if you guys ever heard us talk about our boy Shmi, he had a movie called, um, you know, 24 Hours to Brooklyn, a love story. And one of the, the, the artists that scored the movie was Phony People, that group. And they're, you know, underground group, but they made some noise. And they have a new song with Megan Thee Stallion, which is their biggest feature, which is, you know, hopefully it will catapult them into a better uh, better trajectory because they're Shout out dope. to them. Hell That's yeah, great. they're that off. Mm-hmm. DC's own tank put out an EP while you wait. And then we got the announcement that Conway the Machine with the Alchemist are putting out an EP called Lulu. And uh, Alina Barraz is we're getting closer to her album. She dropped another single. And shout out to Ray Essence. Their album, The Quarantine, is out now. We listened to him in concert uh, on Facebook a week or two ago. That was so much fun, man. It was so it was. much fun. Their album is out. All these albums are available in your phone right now. All the songs and singles. Um, before we get up out of here, JB, um, anything else going on in the world? Any feel-good news? Any good stories? Feel good news stories going on in the world right now. Um, let me say this. Uh, shout out to Dr. Faria. Um, so Dr. Faria, I had mentioned him 
I think I mentioned him before on the show, but he is he is uh, basically the head of immunology in the Trump administration. And yes, I'm shouting out somebody in the Trump administration. And the reason why I'm shouting him out is because he has provided a very cool and level-headed assessment of the information that is available. And he has also been very accurate. And he has also jumped out there on social media. So this is a guy who will give you the information, but he will give it to you in such a way that it won't scare the shit out of you. So I wanted to shout out him um, as well. Is that the, is that the guy that's always making the faces when Trump is talking? Yeah. Making memes out of him? The, yeah, dude, yeah, the, dude, yeah. the dude with the glasses? Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I love that cat because he he's just put a like okay everybody like we we gonna get through this now. <laughs> so shout out to him, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And shout out to everybody that's um you know that that's uh going through something that that's you know we we love you, we ride with you. We're gonna keep providing you with the information that we have. We're gonna keep you um covered in prayer or positive energy. Um, or both, we're going to keep um, making jokes and laughing, and that's the best way that we can get past this thing is to laugh, to joke, to communicate, and to be uplifting, and not, not to be terrorists and scaring everybody every damn day. Um, but I know we're all separated. We're even doing a podcast separately now, and I know that can be weird. You know what I'm saying? Like um, like I said, I, I, my whole world, we haven't come through, and I was like, eh. I don't know. Uh, that's just not a good idea. We, you know, you know, and, and I encourage you all to kind of, you know, <laughs> maintain that social distancing. Um, but I do believe we'll get through this. And I do believe that we'll all be better for it. I already know I'm going to be in better shape uh, physically, you know, and show a lot that we, we make it through this craziness because I'm already working out more um, than I have been all year. Um, and eating better and, and getting fluids and, you know, doing these things. So I want you guys to keep your head up. I want you to keep entertaining yourselves. I want you to keep practicing social distancing. I want you to be careful in all you do. And, um, you know, just ride it out, man. Hey, we'll love you. And we will see y'all next week. We will see y'all next week. You're hearing from us this week. We're going to do everything we can to make sure that we see y'all next week. Yeah, get this video going. So that'll be no interesting, doubt. too. All right, y'all. No uh, it's been a pod name kickback. Um, thank it's y'all for tuning in. Pod kickback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We're all at in, what is that, seven days. Yep, seven days since, man. All right. Who knows? We out.